0: we can all
1: listen to the sunny side of sports great show bro this is sunny side of sports right here on the voice of america voice of america the voice of america is a proud broadcasting partner of the men's basketball africa league which continues its nile conference schedule wednesday with two games in cairo egypt in the opening contest Cobra Sport of South Sudan will play Espor Fukash of the Democratic Republic of Congo, and in Wednesday's second game, FAP of Cameroon will challenge the Cape Town Tigers of South Africa. VOA English Radio will bring you both games: the Cobra Sport Espor Fukash game. Tips off at 1730 GMT UTC. And Prince Nesta will join me for our pregame show at 1700 GMT UTC. And the FAP Cape Town contest begins at 2100 GMT UTC. And our pregame show is at 2030 GMT-UTC. The Basketball Africa League, right here on The Voice of America. Voice of America! In Basketball Africa League results Tuesday, Petro de Luanda of Angola and defending champion Zamalek of Egypt, both won by big margins, Petro pounded Cobra Sport 92-56, and Zamalek tamed the Cape Town Tigers 101-77. Petro and Zamalek are at the top of the Nile Conference standings. Each team has two wins and no losses. The top four teams in the conference will advance to the Basketball Africa League playoffs next month in Kigali, Rwanda. For more on season two of the Basketball Africa League, Iron Mike Mbonye spoke with a former player for the Egyptian national team. My
2: name is Amr Abulkhir. I am uh, ex-player, uh, national team player, captain of the team. I played the uh, World Cup and, uh, 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 World Cup 1990. Uh, I was in uh, Los Angeles, uh, uh, 1984, and in Seoul, uh, uh, 1988. Uh, I coach national team of Egypt, senior team. I was in uh, Spain World Cup, uh, uh, 2014, and now I am coaching uh, youth uh, team, under-17, uh, going to World Cup uh, that summer in July in Spain and under 18 for Africa Championship in Madagascar on uh, July 29, uh, 2022. About the ball uh, season two, uh, for sure is a good tournament, uh, especially with uh, import uh, players on each team. Uh, starting any tournament uh, for sure it will be uh, too close to each other's games. Uh, we start games uh, with uh, uh, some games some close game, and the others uh, we have some teams they show uh, better than the others uh, I think zamalek uh, did a good job on his first game and hope on the other games too.
3: Zamalek Basketball Club of Egypt is the defending champion of the league. Do you think other teams can upset or win them in Egypt?
2: About uh, Zamalek uh, Club, uh, for sure he's fighting uh, for his uh, uh, Champion League. Uh, he's, uh, he won the last uh, ball, uh, first uh, session, uh, and think now he's fighting uh, tough. Uh, it will not be easy like last year, uh, I think for that uh, uh, session of that tournament, the semi-final, I think it will be him and uh, Petro Rwanda from Angola. Uh, I think uh, they are the best two teams uh, playing on that uh, tournament, and I think both of them they, uh, they will be qualified for the final tournament in Rwanda.
3: Apart from football, how popular is basketball in
2: Egypt? About uh, the popular sports in Egypt, for sure uh, football is the first uh, sports, but uh, usually basketball in all all over the world is a popular uh, sports, Uh, especially in Egypt. uh, For sure we have handball and volleyball, they have uh, good uh, results uh, worldwide, but basketball uh, still, And it will be the second popular sports after football in Egypt for sure uh, due to, uh, to the high score uh, uh, in the games.
1: That's Amr Abul here, an Egyptian basketball coach and former captain of the national men's team. And he spoke with Iron Mike Mbonye on the telephone from Cairo, Egypt. The Basketball Africa League is back. Voice of America joins forces with Africa's Premier Men's Basketball League to bring you the second season of the BAL. 38 games. 12 teams leaving it all on the court in Senegal, Egypt and Rwanda to determine the 2022 season champion. Tune in to VOA
4: 24-7, FMs and to radio and TV affiliates for some action. Pre-game. Play-by-play, post-game, daily highlights,
1: delivered by our finest commentators. Basketball Africa League 2022 on Voice of America. May the best team win. Basketball Africa League 2022 is a partnership between the International Basketball Federation, FIBA, and the National Basketball Association, the NBA. In NBA action Tuesday night, the Brooklyn Nets and the Minnesota Timberwolves both won play-in games at home to earn the seventh seed in their respective conferences in the league playoffs. Minnesota defeated the Los Angeles Clippers 109-104 to advance to a first-round matchup with the Memphis Grizzlies in the NBA playoffs. And Brooklyn beat the Cleveland Cavaliers 115-108 to and will now play the number two seed Boston Celtics in a playoff series that begins Sunday. With more on the victory by the Brooklyn Nets, here is the AP's Mike Mancuso.
0: Kyrie Irving had 34 points and 12 assists as the number seven-seeded Brooklyn Nets knocked off the Cleveland Cavaliers 115-108 to 108 in the NBA's play-in opener. We definitely wanted to get this one tonight to start us off on this journey in the playoffs. Um, and, and now it's time to just really focus in on uh, what the goal is, and that's to be in that winner's circle um, in the next two months or so. The win earned the Nets a matchup with the Eastern Conference second-seeded Boston Celtics. The Nets started strong with a 40-point first quarter and opened a 22-point lead. Kevin Durant had 25 points. stand
3: discipline, playing together, and playing with passion. I mean, you can't, I can't, I don't have the schemes or the strategy to break it down to you, but that's just the overall, you know, I think that's what, Every team has to bring if you want to win in the postseason.
0: Darius Garland had 34 for Cleveland. They still have a shot to earn the eighth seed. They will host the winner of the Atlanta-Charlotte game on Friday night with the winner moving up to play top seed in Miami. Mike Mancuso, New York. Sporty greetings. This is Masai Ujiri, the president of Toronto Raptors Basketball, president of Giants of Africa Foundation. You are listening
1: to the sunny side of sports on The Voice of America. Masai Ujiri's Toronto Raptors will take on Joel Embiid and the Philadelphia 76ers in the first round of the NBA playoffs. That best of seven game series tips off on saturday april 16th MB is coming off a great regular season the cameroonian big man led the league in scoring the first international player to do so averaging 30.6 points per game i'm sunny young in washington and you're listening to the sunny side of sports on the voice of america Haiti Adams on the next Straight
3: Talk Africa as we explore Russia's rising influence in the Sahel region. We'll talk to the Prime Minister of Cote d'Ivoire and introduce you to the new President and CEO of the US African Development Foundation. All this and more on the next Straight Talk Africa this Wednesday at 1830 UTC.
5: You're listening to the sunny side of sports on the Voice of America.
1: The Spanish football clubs, Via Real and Real Madrid, advanced to the UEFA Champions League semifinals on Tuesday. Villarreal Real stunned six-time European champion Bayern Munich to reach the Champions League semifinals for the first time in 16 years thanks to an 88th-minute goal from the Nigerian Samuel Chikweze. Chikweze completed a counterattack within four minutes of coming off the bench. His goal salvaged the one-all draw in Munich and gave Villarreal a 2-1 aggregate victory. Let's give a sunny side of sports salute to 22-year-old Nigerian footballer Samuel Chikweze. Heroics by Sam in Munich. In Spain, Real Madrid was on the verge of elimination after a fierce comeback by defending European champion Chelsea. But French star Karim Benzema came up big once again for Real. He scored a vital goal in extra time that secured Real Madrid a 5-4 aggregate victory despite a 3-2 loss at home on Tuesday. Benzema scored a hat trick in the first leg that gave Real a 3-1 lead entering Tuesday's match. Goals from Mason Mount, Antonio Rudiger, and Timo Werner gave Chelsea a 3 0 lead on Tuesday, and it looked like Real Madrid would be ousted in front of home fans. But substitute Rodrigo, a Brazilian, evened the aggregate score at 4 all in the 80th minute. And then Benzema's goal had Madrid reach the last four for the 10th time in the past 12 seasons. Another Madrid-based club is hoping to advance to the UEFA Champions League semifinals later Wednesday evening, as we hear now from VOA's Gwen Uten.
6: Sporty greetings, Gwen! Sporty greetings, Sonny! Atletico Madrid are set to host Manchester City for the second leg of their Champions League quarterfinal match. Last week, Atletico received plenty of criticism following their 1-0 loss in an overly defensive first leg that yielded no attempts on goal. But ahead of Wednesday's return match, Match, coach Diego Simeone insisted his side will not deviate from their usual style.
4: No, está claro que no nos vamos a alejar mucho de lo que De lo que nosotros
7: hacemos.
6: Simeone says clearly we will not be very far from what we normally do, trying to find the right times to create what we want. Hopefully we can combine better to have faster transitions and be able to take advantage of the counterattacks we have with more accuracy. And from there, we'll try to push within the game with motivation and the different moments of the game. Anything can happen in one match. UEFA has ordered Atletico Stadium to be partially closed for Wednesday's match because of alleged discriminatory behavior from Atletico supporters during last week's first leg at Etihad Stadium. The club must close a section of at least 5,000 seats with a UEFA banner that reads No to Racism on display. Manchester City manager Pep Guardiola travels to Metropolitano Stadium with the Hope of coming one step closer to his first Champions League title with Man City. Guardiola has lifted the trophy twice in his career for Barcelona and not since 2011. Liverpool are just coming off a 2-2 draw with Man City in a thrilling title race in the Premier League where Liverpool sit only one point behind Man City at the top of the table. They are now set to host Benfica in the Champions League quarterfinals last week, Liverpool clinched a three-one victory in Lisbon. And on the eve of their return leg, manager Jurgen Klopp said, despite what he describes as a super intense football schedule, he's entering Wednesday's match with a full squad.
7: Yeah, the next game has absolutely no influence on the on the lineup for tomorrow night, but the last game has. So we have to see. Um, obviously, we that really. Super intense schedule, and we have to make sure it's nobody injured, as far as I know, in this moment. Um, so, but we have to need to have a look who is fresh enough for this game and stuff like this. It's not because we we, we see it really as a uh, a super important game. I know we are in the world of football where you won the first leg three one. That means for people who has now have nothing to do with the game, yeah, halfway through, then you play City left and right of the game and it's like somebody could be with a focus somewhere else. We see it slightly different, to be honest. Um, this is uh, a super, 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 super super important game to us and obviously we, we said a couple of times we tried so hard last year to, to get qualified for the Champions League um, and now we are... Uh, we can make it to the to the semis, which is um, incredible, and that's what we want to show tomorrow night. That it's really, it really means a lot to us.
6: Benfica travels to Anfield Stadium to try and overcome their two goal deficit against Liverpool. And ahead of the match, Benfica coach Nelson Verissimo said his side needs to remain consistent to score early and often. Uh, Verissimo says we are going with the natural ambition of those who believe in what they're doing we know we are going to England two goals behind but we believe things can change we're aware that if we score before Liverpool the match can change so we're going with that ambition all four teams will compete for a spot in the semi-finals that will be played over two legs at the end of April and in early May and And the UEFA Champions League final will kick off on May 28th at the Stade de France near Paris. And that is all from me, Sonny. Back over to you. Thanks, Gwen. That's my
1: VOA colleague, Gwen Uten. Sporty greetings. This is Sunday,
3: Olise, former captain and coach of the Super Eagles of Nigeria. You're listening to the sunny side of sports on The Voice of America.
1: How will the five African teams do it this year's FIFA World Cup football tournament in Qatar? We'll have some analysis, but first, our friend in Kampala, Magume Davis Rakawinch, kicks things off with comments from the FIFA president before the recent World Cup draw in Qatar.
2: What an emotion it is to be here in front of you. Now it's getting serious. Now we know that it is for real. Now the World Cup is going to start. We are here. The greatest show on earth which will have over three million spectators here in Qatar and over five billion people watching it from home. The world will be united in Qatar.
4: FIFA president Giovanni Vincenzo Infantino addressed the cheering crowd ahead of the draw. He said he hoped the World Cup will evoke peace throughout the world. Former Nigeria international Augustine Azuka Okocha, commonly known as J.J. Okocha, was among the soccer legends that participated in the draw. He said he would be looking forward to African champions... Senegal at the finals.
2: We're excited. You know, uh, we believe we can compete now. Uh, we've been improving over the years. And uh, we can't wait for it to start.
4: Senegal was placed in Group A alongside hosts Qatar, Ecuador and European Giants, the Netherlands. Tunisia was placed in Group D alongside defending champions France and specified intercontinental playoff winner and Denmark. Another North African Giants, Morocco, who played Belgium. Canada, and Russia in Group F, while Cameroon plays record World Cup winners, Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, in Group G. Sports analyst Leon Senyange says Minnesota fans around the globe will be looking forward for a repeat of Suarez, Uruguay and West Africans Ghana in Group H alongside Portugal and South Korea.
5: I still have this confidence that Morocco can, um, well... Uh, at least advance from this particular group. It is very, very possible. They have the kind of football that can uh, see them advance from from the group. As for Ghana, um, of course, for many, the most exciting fi- uh, match that uh, many will be talking about is the Ghana-Uruguay contest again. The ghosts of 2010 coming back alive. And uh, we'll look forward to that kind of contest. Uh, but uh, on a whole, um, just as much and pretty much like Cameroon, they have a very tricky time.
4: In that contest in South Africa, the only World Cup to be held on African continent, Suarez used his hand to stop a goal which would have taken Ghana the semi-finals, as the two teams were 1-1 in the dying minutes of the game. Uruguay went on to win the game on penalties. Senyangi says he'll be rooting for African champions Senegal. Sports analyst Felix Gakubaro Mario from Rwanda also says he believes the African champions Senegal. Captained by Liverpool playmaker Sadio Mane will be a darling of many fans. Certainly, I believe that Senegal is one of the uh, the teams that uh, people will be looking at uh it is uh, with his place together with the cartel and Liquida. Senegal has the biggest squad. Senegal has just won the uh, the African Cup of nations. Senegal uh has been together for quite a long time with their coach since 2015. So to me I believe that the Senegal will surprise the many people go to the next round of 16 and uh, they have a chance of even qualifying
5: to the quarterfinals.
4: Senyang says African teams have come of age. And be forced to record on this year's World Cup.
5: But on a whole, I think African teams now have as much time to prepare for this competition. 200, over 200 days is enough for you to try and see what you can squeeze through, um, plan better. Uh, some of the challenges we've had as African teams was the ability to plan, but times have changed, so I still think that um, the teams can have a very good showing when it comes to the Qatar tournament.
4: No African country has ever gone beyond the quarterfinals of the World Cup. And African legends like Didier Drogba have been calling on the soccer governing body, FIFA, to increase sports for African countries.
3: How can you have a lot of chances of winning the World Cup when you only have five out of 32? So when you look at the math, it's almost impossible. So we need to have more teams, uh, more African teams in, in, uh, in the competition which would give us a bit more chances to, to, to go through the, the quarterfinal or semi final or the final. Look at Europe. They have, I think they've got 12 representatives and, and, and the other continents as well. So I would love things to move forward and, and more teams, more African teams to be represented. And, and, and I think it would be uh, um, a big difference.
4: For the sunny side of sports, I am Ogume. Davis Kampala, Uganda.
1: Thanks, Magume. As Magume mentioned, Morocco will play Belgium, Canada, and Croatia in Group F at the World Cup. For some insights into that group, Iron Mike Mbonye contacted the media officer of Nigeria's Enyimba football club, Zazi
0: Barisa. Of course, one would think that it's all about the underachieving Belgian team. Of course, is a team with so much talent, so many players that um, some countries can only wish to have. But unfortunately, over the years, with this golden generation they are called... The Belgians have not been able to win any silverware. And that's really becoming troubling for them because... Um, We see them at the initial stages of tournaments. You look at the 2018 World Cup, the 2021 Euros. They have a clean sweep in the group stage, but only falter when the crucial stages come around. So this is yet another opportunity for them. Of course, they are expected to have another clean clean sweep in this particular group and um, emerge winners of this group. I wouldn't be surprised if they are able to pick all nine points as they have done in the last two major tournaments but what would really define this Belgian side would not be what they do in the group stage but what they do after the group stage. There is also Croatia of course you want to consider them because of their exploits at the 2018 World Cup where they finished um, the second best team in that um, tournament but so many have felt that it was just a lucky ride for Croatia at the 2018 World Cup and the Croatia have not proved us wrong because when you look at how they fared in the major tournament after the World Cup in Russia they they struggled pretty much struggled to qualify from their group and eventually got got knocked out quite early in the knockout stages of that tournament so looking at this one cannot really bet on the Croatians Canada of course have shown great progress as a nation in football but in women's football and in men's football and coming to the World Cup right now is a big achievement for them already. They they will be coming as one of the most improved teams in the world at the moment. But I think the World Cup is a real test for them because for so many years they haven't played any competitive game against a team outside the CONCACAF region. They haven't played a competitive game against a European team, against an African team as well. And these are the teams that they will be meeting At the World Cup, so I just wait to see how they will be able to square up against these non-concacaf teams.
3: Belgium and Croatia have good teams. Why Canada's emerging form saw them book the World Cup ticket?
0: Do you think Morocco has any chance against these teams? For Morocco, who are the African team in that group, one thing you cannot take away from them is the experience of their Bosnian coach, Vahid Halilozic. He's been around with them since after the 2019 Afghan and has been able to bring so much stability to that team. And let's not forget, this is a very experienced coach. The last time he led a team to the World Cup was in 2014 when he was coach of Algeria. Belgium were also in the same group with Algeria. So he will be facing Belgium again. But the the story of that World Cup was how beautiful that Algerian team were. They qualified from that group, which had Belgium and Russia as well. And it took the brilliance of the eventual champions, Germany, to knock them out. In fact, they dragged Germany to extra time in that round of 16 fixture. I still remember it very clearly. So they were quite fantastic. And this same coach, Halilozic, will be looking to repeat the same feat at least with this Moroccan side. So I cannot bet against this Moroccan side. All they have to do is start on a good note in their opening game against Croatia. As a matter of fact, that's a game I think. That they can win. And if they are able to do that, and with the way the group is shaped, a point in their last two matches might just see them through to the next round of the competition. So I really do fancy the chances of Morocco qualifying from that group.
3: The indomitable Lions of Cameroon are in Group G with five times champions Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland. You're fake on the group.
0: Group G has everything for the fans to look forward to pretty much everything. Two European countries, a South American country and an African country. And in many ways, it is a typical World Cup group because you already know the two favorite teams to qualify from that group. And of course, the two underdogs.
3: Zazi, in your opinion, do you think the Indomitable Lions can make it from Group G?
0: For the African team in Group G, Cameroon, Unfortunately, I really do not fancy their chances. I know Samuel Ertel, the FA president over there, has brought in his former captain Rigobert Song. And inasmuch as Song has been in charge for just two games, one of those two games, the game in Algeria that eventually sealed their World Cup, Place for them has given the Cameroonians so much hope and so much belief that uh, there is a serious project going on um, with the Indomitable Lions. But I just feel that the 2022 World Cup is coming too soon for that project to come to full manifestation. Also, considering that they find themselves in a very difficult group. With two teams that almost very likely will make it from that group Brazil and Switzerland, it will be extremely difficult for the Cameroonians when we talk about the Brazilians and the Swiss team we are talking about teams that are very difficult to break down and when Minos come up against these teams that are not just good teams but are also very difficult to break down, then it's almost very unlikely that uh, there will be an upset. I will be glad if the Cameroonians can Prove me wrong and upset the Swiss team and maybe the Brazilians. But I just think that this group is a bit too difficult for this promising Cameroon team to navigate.
1: That's Zazi Barisa, the media officer of Nigeria's Anyimba Football Club. And Zazi spoke with Iron Mike Mbonie on the telephone from Abba, Nigeria. And that wraps up the April 13th edition of the show. Thank you for tuning in. I'm VOA's Sonny Young in Washington. And that's the sunny side of sports.